0: Hey guys, it's me, Sophia Amoruso, your host of Girl Boss Radio, and we have a great guest coming on today. Burton's CEO and co-owner, Donna Carpenter, is here to talk about how she built Burton Snowboards, gender equality in the workplace, and more. But first, I want to talk about Parachute. I just placed a huge order on Parachute Home. Did you? Yes, I replaced all of my towels all of my bath mats. Oh, nice! I'm so excited. Oh, oh, and I got sheets. I got like a bunch of linen sheets. Oh, thank goodness! they are so soft. Okay. Yeah, just it was time to replace everything, so mm-hmm. I just went for it, and I'm so glad that I did. Plus, I feel really great about it because Parachute's products are responsibly made, which mm-hmm. means they surpass the highest level of testing for harmful chemicals and synthetics. So to sleep like me. <laughs> and walk on bath mats like me, visit parachutehome.com slash girlboss for free shipping and returns on Parachute's very comfortable bedding and bath linens. They also offer a 60-day trial. So if you don't love your order, sleep in them, send them back. Again, that's parachutehome.com slash girlboss for free shipping and returns. Try Parachute today. Success. It's such a complicated idea, and yet for so long we've all collectively subscribed to a single definition of the word, which was likely given to us by a white-haired dude somewhere in a boardroom in the 1960s. And there's nothing wrong with that definition, with the notion of climbing a corporate ladder with a singular focus. But it's time to make space for a few other definitions, for side hustles and well-being and failing forward, and for the idea that success is a wild ride, not the destination at the end of it. Join me for a journey into the lives of women who are redefining success and paving the way for others with grit and grace. I'm Sophia Amoruso, the founder and CEO of Girlboss Media, and this is Girlboss Radio. Donna Carpenter is the CEO and co-owner of Burton. Donna's first job at Burton included dipping snowboards in polyurethane and answering the customer service line that rang in the bedroom. From there, she was instrumental in the company's growth, expanding Burton's business to Europe in the 1980s and running the company's first international office in Innsbruck, Austria.
1: I was 22 years old, and because I was so naive, I think
0: I approached it In a very humble way. In 2003, Donna started working to make Burton a brand of choice and an employer of choice for women. Thanks to Donna's leadership, Burton now has progressive parent policies, mentoring programs, and a diverse leadership team.
1: So I started something called the Women's Leadership Initiative. At the time, we had less than 10% of our leadership was female. 14 years later, it is now 45%. In 2010,
0: Donna stepped up to the role of president. And now she's CEO.
1: When you have a big job, women will give you 10 reasons why they're not ready. And men will give you 10 reasons why they should have had it yesterday. So I think more women should take the risk and take the chance.
0: Today, she oversees a long list of mission-critical departments at Burton, from U.S. sales and sustainability to women's leadership and Burton's nonprofit, CHILL, which is a mentoring program for underprivileged children. Today she joins us to talk about how she became CEO, her dedication to women in the workplace, and how she's spreading the word about sustainability and an effort to help the environment. But first, I need to find out what people are talking about here at the Girl Boss offices. I mean, it's not like I'm not here every day. I do know, but I always want to hear from Maggie what we're buzzing about. Hey Maggie. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Hi, hi. What's going on at Girl Boss this week? We feature a monthly column on various apps. Um, it's called Lil Space, which is a great name, <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically an app that rewards you for taking breaks from your phone and serves as a much-needed reminder to stay present in real life. What kind so of you, rewards? Yeah, they have um, rewards such as discounts on fun restaurants, um, or if you're more in more of a giving mood, you can donate money based off of the time that you're unplugging that's so cool so i know like a number of charities right? mm-hmm. well you can give back while turning off and you can hear more about that at girlboss.com Woo! now get ready to hear from burton ceo and co-owner donna carpenter donna what was your first job
1: yeah, so my first job was, at, my first real job was as a paralegal at a really big law firm, Skadden Slate Mare and Flom in New York City. And I really thought I wanted to be an attorney. And after that experience, it sort of led me in another direction, I guess. <laughs> You know, it was a great opportunity. I always say that for me, it was a year long kind of internship that I did. And it taught me as much about what I didn't want to do as what I did want to do.
0: And I know you are in Burlington, Vermont right now, which I love. I've been there. I love Vermont in general. I really love Virgin. (laughs) Yeah, that's gorgeous by the lake. So pretty. I used to go to Lake George every summer. Did you grow up in Vermont? Where did you grow up?
1: No. So I grew up in Texas. My family's from Texas, East Texas. And then my father got a job in New York. So we moved outside of New York City. Um, and I always say that I never really felt like I fit in. I had a Southern accent. I was too tall for my age And I just didn't get the whole New York suburbs. So I left when I was very young. I graduated high school when I was 16. And I lived in Paris for a year, did a gap year or whatever. And I really was focused on doing something international. I knew I wanted to travel And I was also very interested in women's studies, which was, uh, you know, part of my major. And then I met this cute guy in a bar on New Year's Eve when I was 19 years old, and my life changed completely. I actually, looking back, I get to, you know, I got to really focus on women uh, through this platform, and I got to travel and... Study different cultures and languages. So it's funny how, you know, one path leads you down another. But I always say I really became an accidental entrepreneur when I met Jake.
0: Yeah, I say the same thing. And I think there's a whole generation of accidental entrepreneurs out there who maybe don't have the background or didn't think that business would be interesting or fun or as creative as it is. I think in a lot of ways they make the best entrepreneurs because we, you know, have so much more life experience, have tried so many different things and um, don't live life on the straight and narrow. But so, okay, you met this guy.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, ironically, so my first real job with Burton was, um, you know, I met Jake. We fell in love very quickly, got married very quickly. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm in Southern Vermont without a job what am I going to do here and he you know he knew how much I loved spending time in in Europe and he had done the same in college and he was starting to look at ways that a snowboard could be made like a ski and at the time all ski production was in the Alps So we had no money, no chance of getting over there. But my parents happened to be going over there on a vacation, invited us. He found, after many trials and tribulations, he actually found a factory who would make the board like a ski. And they are now the largest snowboard producer in the world, producing exclusively for us. And he said to me, hey, would you take a look at some of these inquiries that we're getting in Europe? And the next thing I knew, I was setting up a European operation. I was 22 years old. And because I was so naive, I think I approached it in a very humble way. I said to people, you know, in the ski industry, in the action sports industry, I said, hey, how do you do business over here? What's different? How should we approach this? Rather than coming in with the attitude of we had all the answers. Okay. So
0: you met a guy in a bar. He lived in Vermont. You ran away with him and you said, I want, I want a job. I want to work at this company. And now you're you're the CEO. So you started... You know, it's it's funny. I actually had another
1: job lined up in Europe. He was going to go work on the production, and I was going to work with an organization here in Vermont who they do exchange students. It's the experiment in international living. And I actually had a job lined up with them in Austria. And he said, hey, before we leave, could you take a look at these inquiries? And the next thing I knew, I was telling them I couldn't work for them, that I had another job.
0: <laughs> what do you think you'd be doing today if you weren't the CEO of Burton or hadn't made, met that guy in that bar? Do you think you'd you'd be a CEO?
1: Wow, that's a really good question. I no, I think I probably would, like I said, go on something with international law and human rights.
0: Donna has also been instrumental in the growth of women in leadership positions within Burton through a great mentorship program she created in 2006. After just two years, 50% of the women who participated in the program had either been promoted or moved to a department that better aligned with their professional goals. She shared how she did this.
1: Yeah, you know, I always say a lot of things that we've done have come from these kind of oh shit moments that I've had. And one was uh, about 14 years ago when Jake and I both had this, oh, shit moment of our company has grown so quickly, but it's now taken on such a male-dominated culture. And we didn't mean for that to happen. When we started the company, it was, you know, as... As many women were helping lead and pioneer snowboarding and the brand as men. And then, as we grew really quickly, really fast, you know, we were pulling people from the surf, skate, ski industry, which was very male dominated, both as employees and participants. And we had this moment about 14 years ago where we were like, this isn't what we intended. So I started something called the Women's Leadership Initiative. At the time, we had less than 10% of our leadership was female. 14 years later, it is now 45%. My team is pretty much 50-50. It's amazing. Um, We've made great strides because we've worked really hard, but it was just one of those moments where we said, hey, this isn't what we intended. We've really got to do something about it. And sustainability was the same thing. And I have to say, we were doing things here and there, but we weren't really being honest about knowing exactly what was in our products and exactly where everything was made. So we really said, oh shit, we've got a lot of work to do here. And we went from being reactive behind the curve to now leading the industry. You know, we we don't do things half-assed, I guess.
0: (laughs) Donna is also massively dedicated to Burton's global sustainability efforts. The company has an aggressive goal to become 100% sustainable by 2020, a huge undertaking that many other companies within the industry have attempted to replicate. Asked her how they will achieve that goal and what 100% sustainability even looks like.
1: Yeah, the really, again, the two pieces of sustainability um, are the chemical side, what's in your product and how do you minimize the environmental impact. And then the other side is human rights in the supply chain. So on the chemical side we are actually more aggressive than any of our competitors including Patagonia including North Face on achieving a 100% blue sign standard and blue sign is the standard that everybody in the industry has adopted and they have the most restrictive chemical list So, you know, you're making a safe product that's using water efficiently when it's Blue Sign certified. And right now we're at about 80% of all of our clothing and soft goods are Blue Sign certified. And by 2020, we hope to be 100% and we'll be the first major company to do it. If we are, I think, you know, Patagonia is at 60%. Uh, North Face might be at 70%, but Burton's kind of leading the pack there. And then on the uh, human rights side, you know, our goal for 2017 was to be 100% audited and know exactly where every product, every zipper, every patch is made and that they're meeting human rights standards. And now we're, you know, able to... Put in some more proactive, progressive policies to make that even stricter. We're going to uh, fair labor association standards, which are the highest.
0: And mentorship has been a really important thing for you. You established a program at Burton to uh, provide mentorship for your female employees. I'd love to hear more about that and also just tips you have on finding a mentor generally if your company doesn't offer something like that.
1: Yeah, you know, when I started the Women's Leadership Initiative, I interviewed a lot of women, current and former employees, and after being accommodated for maternity and post-maternity, the biggest thing that came up was that they craved a mentor. And I think, you know, when you have kind of a bunch of dudes in the room, it you know, mentorship between guys was sort of happening, happening naturally. And we said, Hey, we need to do something proactive for the women. They really wanted a mentor, somebody they could bounce stuff off of, you know, um, set career goals with, help develop them. And so we started a mentorship program, really grassroots on a, on a shoestring budget veteran women were being paired with new women, either on a project basis or long-term basis. And it was so successful. After the first two years, I mean, you have a pretty highly motivated group of people who join, sign up for something like that. But after two years, 50% of the women who participated had either been promoted or moved to a different department, which they wanted to go into. So it was really successful. And after about... I don't know, five years, the men kind of raised their hand and said, wait a minute, what about us? So it's now a co-ed program. We make sure that women are as involved as men. Um, But what's amazing is like Burton's become this culture of mentorship. And that happened from this little group of women. That's so interesting.
0: How can we find mentors if our company doesn't offer something like this?
1: Yeah, you know, I always tell women that I realized something that I did over my career was create your own board of directors and look at it that way. Say, who are the people that I can go to for advice on specific things um, who know me, who will be a reality check for me, but will also be my cheerleader and create those people around you. And I call them my board of directors because I think that's really important for everybody.
0: Donna has very successfully run Burton with her spouse. Owning a business with your husband or wife isn't always the easiest or wisest decision, but they've made it work incredibly well. She shared the keys to successfully running a business with your spouse and how to know if you and your partner are well-suited to work together.
1: I think that Burton was different in the... That there was something bigger than us. It wasn't all about us. We felt like we were supposed to be representing the sport and getting the sport accepted on mountains. And, you know, it's always been bigger than us and it's always been about the rider. Like Jake always said, focus on the rider, focus on the rider. If it's not helping the rider, don't do it. So that made decision making and I think still makes decision making easier. That's not to say it wasn't challenging. At times, you know, I remember there was a time in the late 80s where we were having banking issues. He was having product issues. So on the finance side, I would come home a mess and then he'd tell me about product stuff and we were making each other crazy. So we made a rule that we couldn't talk business after six o'clock or something. But, you know, again, that didn't last long. We got through it. And uh, I always say he's been my biggest cheerleader. I wouldn't be CEO right now if it weren't for him. He actually asked me to do it five years ago. And I sort of in typical female fashion, I said, oh, no, 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 I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I was president at the time. You know, so he's been my biggest cheerleader. I'm his biggest cheerleader. He still has a huge impact on on product development. And I try to facilitate that as much as I can. So, yeah, we still, you know, and he's been through a lot. And we've been through a lot personally. So at this point, you know, we're just happy to be alive, healthy, snowboarding, And able to enjoy it and have this group of incredible people we work with.
0: We have so much more with Donna Carpenter coming up. But first, let's talk about ShipStation. Oh, man. ShipStation. We love ShipStation. We're going to tell you all about it. Uh, I know a lot of our listeners have e-commerce businesses. And you're probably using Shopify, Squarespace, Etsy, or one of the many, many popular selling channels, and ShipStation integrates with pretty much all of them, allowing you to ship your orders seamlessly using UPS, USPS, FedEx, whatever you prefer, and you can manage it all from your phone. So you can run your business on the go like a girl boss with ShipStation, And you can try ShipStation now free for 30 days and get an additional month free. Yep, that's two months for free only if you use my promo code GirlBoss. That's right. Go to shipstation.com. And before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in GirlBoss. I'm pretty sure you know how to spell that, but it's S H I P S T A T I O N.com. Enter GirlBoss. ShipStation. Make Make Ship happen. happen. We're going to continue talking with Donna in just a minute, but before we do, I want to talk about Stitch Fix. Have you gotten your fix lately? Stitch my fix. Oh my gosh. We love Katrina Lake. Mm -hmm. We really want to have her on the podcast. We have to figure out how to do that. We should. But Stitch Fix is an amazing product. I mean, it's a billion dollar business, so they've got to be onto something. And it's a service where you can go on their site. Fill out your style profile, tell them your size, colors you like to wear, silhouettes you like to wear, and they'll curate a box with one of their stylists of either monthly or one-off or quarterly for you to have clothes styled just for you on your doorstep without having to leave the house, without sorting through tons of things. Uh, They're using machine learning and humans to bring you the most stylish stuff you could really ask for. Cool. Cool. And shipping stuff back is really easy. You only pay for the items that you keep and Stitch Fix covers shipping both ways for returns and exchanges and there's no subscription required. Get started now at stitchfix.com girlboss and you'll get 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix, S-T-I-T-C-H-F-I-X dot com girlboss to try Stitch Fix today. That's stitchfix.com girlboss.